This episode of ArcaSpeak is sponsored by Arcat, and you've heard us talk about Arcat in our podcast all year. Hopefully, you've taken the time to visit their site. This is a great tool for you. For small architectural firms to government agencies, everyone can benefit from what they've created. Arcat has huge libraries of free content, which includes CAD, BIM, specs, and a lot more. Why is this important to you? Because Arcat has done all of the work for you. You need a spec? It's in the CSI three-part master format, available in multiple file formats. And this is just one example. Arcat has tons of building product content ready for you to use. It's all free to use, and you don't have to register to download content. If you've already used sites before that you know that you've gone to and you've registered online, you don't have to do that at Arcat. At Arcat, you just go, you can find the information you need, and boom, it's there. Let me just tell you, if you listen to this episode, you're going to understand that these end-of-year deadlines can kill you, and Arcat was there to bail me out. I was looking for a spec that we didn't have, and it was there for me. So go to Arcat at arcat.com and tell them Marcus Speak sent you. And we're also sponsored by the AIA. As the industry standard, AIA contract documents stay ahead of emerging design and construction trends with updates to its core set of documents every 10 years to ensure your projects are protected. The AIA understands that many architecture firms go beyond the everyday practice of architecture to provide services like site evaluation, historic preservation, on-site project representation, facility support, and commissioning. This year, the AIA has released updated versions of all of these documents to address the changes in the design and construction industry. Download samples of the newly revised 2017 AIA scope documents at aiacontracts.org slash podcast. Welcome to ArcaSpeak, the podcast that talks about what it's like to work in the profession of architecture. Welcome to episode 130 of the ArcaSpeak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxell. And I'm Cormac Balin. And hey guys, for this episode, as we approach the end of the year, one of the things I wanted to discuss with everyone is... What are what sort of end of the year parties or events that your different companies have and and activities you know, activities yes excuse or me yes activities maybe rituals rituals that's another one uh, yeah so what what kind of things to your office and and hopefully our our listeners will chime in and and let us know what their offices do or what they might do as firm owners for their office or employees regardless of the size of their offices. So uh, please let us know. But for this episode, uh, what what does your offices do, guys? I think it should be office I. I've heard lately a lot of people talking about this. What, do you, what do you, especially like on the Entree Architect community on Facebook, people are talking about what they not necessarily what they do just for their employees, but also for their consultants and their clients. And you know, what do you send out? But yeah. I think this is more focused on what we do with our staff and internally rather than externally. Because there's a lot of interesting conversations going on out there about what kind of gifts people send out and stuff like that. But, and it's not all good. I think we should also talk about like the end of the year craziness that is, you know, finishing up the, the last minute details for the year. We know how so, bad that's been. So before we get to that part, because we'll, we'll go off for a little while on that one. <laughs> start with the yeah. good stuff. Let's start with the yeah. good stuff. Good news first, please. Yes. Yeah. Well, our, our office, every studio kind of does its own thing. And then I, and and by studio i mean like location i guess and then our cuz we're in the 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 biggest office in southern california there's a big firm wide thing but it actually doesn't happen until after the new year because there's schedules for everybody so hard to get everybody in one place at one time at the end of the year just because of the holidays and all the the projects and the deadlines and all that kind of stuff so they they kind of wait for the dust to settle and they they do a, a big gathering like a, just what we call our holiday party at the end of the year. And I think it's it's kind of interesting to compare and contrast what different companies and firms do, especially for people who maybe aren't even working yet or maybe still in school, just to realize that this is part of the, the culture of a company is is what kinds of things do they do to celebrate their staff at the end of the year? And, how do you party? Yeah, how do you party? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. What do you guys do? When you guys have the big office-wide party, I mean, yeah. do you guys – 
have it at the office? Do you guys get away from the office? What do you guys do? Well, we have had it at the office a couple of years ago, and then, um, but it, it usually it it seems funny, but it the the committee who's putting this thing together seems to feel like pressure to find a new location every time. So this year it's it's actually at Cal Poly Pomona, so it's going to be at the at the up on the top of the hill and the the restaurant and. They're going to, you know, it's got a beautiful view up there. So, but previously it's been at all kinds of places. I mean, they did it in an airport hangar once and, um, they've done it down in downtown Disney. So it's, it's kind of just moved all around. And, and in previous years, they've incorporated all of like the Southern California offices into one. And I'm not sure if that's the same this year or not. I don't think so. I think it's just our office this time, but it, it kind of changes location every year. And like I said, there's some kind of pressure to do that. Those are like, dinner and drinks with this or yep yeah okay this one is and i think this year that the theme well what they're calling it is magic is in the air so Ooh. i'm a, i'm a yeah sounds but you're having it at pomona yep at pomona. <laughs> <laughs> you know where the magic happens Teed it up for you, Neil. <laughs> no Teed no it up for you, man. i'm not you know i'm i'm kind of beat up this week so i'm not gonna go there <laughs> he's not right bringing now. the heat i'm not bringing the heat on this so, one so let me ask you this real quick before we get kind of like into the meat of this. I mean, have you ever like noticed that the how the um, offices have performed financially throughout the year has a direct effect on what the end of year celebration is like? Yeah, I, I mean, think so. we've had I mean... ones where we've like <laughs> had like a, a a dinner cruise out on the you know Potomac River, and then other ones is like, yep, yeah, we're gonna have a uh, um, yeah, a potluck at the office. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that that that's part of of how our profession works, right? I mean, there's definitely really good years, and then there's every you know ten years or so, there's some really bad years, and I think that yeah, it's it totally is a reflection of that, and and I know that you know, nobody wants to just pass out $5 gift cards to target, but everybody wants to do the the really cool thing. But at the same time, you got to do what's right, you know? So right, right. I think that there's always a balance to be struck there, but yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. And that is definitely the case. Cause you know, I mean, I'm thinking about ours you know, this year where, um, you know, we have a, we're going to, I don't know if we're trying to do, uh, our DC office and Baltimore office together. Um, I probably should have read the flyer a little bit harder, yeah. but um, read harder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Reading specs and drawings a lot harder this past few yeah, weeks. We'll right. Find, we'll find out why yeah, he hasn't we'll read it yet later. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, but um, you know, but we're going to a really nice new restaurant um, in Bal in downtown Baltimore uh, on the inner Harbor uh, this year. And, and Looks to be, I mean, and we've had it in the so past. That Under Armour I mean, Cafe right there? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Under Armour usually does theirs there and it usually closes down so we can't have lunch at their at their cafe. But um, it's, a, it's a nice space, yeah, honestly. I bet. For, I bet. Um, I'm sure they have some pretty bomb diggity old Christmas parties there. Usually they, it's a celebrity laden too, you know, with yeah, all these, course. you know, sponsored sports stars and stuff. Yeah. Yep, yep. But uh, now this year we're going to do a, a nice one. We've, uh, you know, we had actually uh, this past week we had our um, December office, just our office meeting, which a lot of times, you know, in past or in, in lean years, you know, the office meeting kind of just trickles into an office party and then that's it, you know, and it's like, all right, thank you for coming. Bye. Enjoy your, you know. <laughs> enjoy whoever's taking time off but this year we also have you know this coming week we've got our um we've got a white elephant event in within the office itself so we'll do that in the office and then usually people get together after that and just kind of hang out at the pods and everybody brings like you know part of the white elephant gift is you know people have like you know alcohol and all that other stuff but kind of like the unspoken rule for the alcohol at the white elephant gift is if you get alcohol at the white elephant gift, it doesn't leave the office. It goes into the pods, you know, into the um, studio. And we just sit down and everybody just sits around and drinks and, indulges. you know, indulges and yeah. smoking and joking and having fun. And then, and then, you know, they get to celebrate 
their white elephant earnings with everyone else. <laughs> and, and real uh, quick, just speaking of gifts, everybody should check out our last episode if you're looking for gift ideas, uh, including yeah, yeah. white elephant gift ideas. So Exactly. And also check the, the show notes because we did add a lot more that are either like our standards that we've talked about in the past or, you know, just ones that are kind of those standard off the shelf, what to get your architect, uh, friend kind of, um, gifts as well. So check, check out the show notes as well as listening to the show and give us a gift of a like on iTunes. Shameless plug. Wow. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) What about you guys, Neil? What do you do? So the company I worked for, I used to work for a number of years ago. And when I worked for them before they used to do, an office holiday party, basically. I mean, we would typically have it in a facility we probably were involved with in one way or another, either as the architect or, you know, just had something to do with. This year it's going to be the retirement home. (laughs) No, no, not, not then at least. I mean, we had it at a, like a clubhouse that we did and, or a sports clubhouse that, uh, you know, workout place and their lobby and you know we've we've done other place facilities where you know we've had these parties so and it was a you know a dinner drinks and 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 good times uh i think the one time the first and last time they probably ever did this they had an open bar and that was not Uh-oh. a good idea <laughs> never wise <laughs> never wise to have an open bar with never the, wise the yes. architects First and last time that ever happened, and lots of uh, yeah. interesting stories that came sailors. from that. But yeah. we won't talk about oh, those. <laughs> That's a different show altogether. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So what they they started doing this maybe a decade or so ago um, before I rejoined, but since I've been back, I've participated a couple of times. And they have a company meeting. They call it a company meeting, I should say. And it's pretty much an all-day affair. We go to another facility sometimes that we've had something to do with. Last year, it was at a community center that we had done. Uh, This year, I I don't think we had uh, anything architecturally to do with this facility that we were in this year. Yeah, well, no, I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Anyway, yes. So, but... The format is each of the studios or market sectors, as we call them. So we have our neighborhood residential, multifamily, affordable housing, and a couple others. And each market sector will get up and a representative, or we we go through a process of choosing a few projects and then that we want to highlight what the studio has been doing for that year and just what sort of interesting things about that project, what were the, the things that we maybe learned or something to that effect, or just highlighting that sometimes some of our planning projects go on for many years and you know, we may highlight that, hey, this year something finally actually got approved or something like that. So, But the whole idea is that uh, somebody from that studio or that those projects will get up and, and do a short few minute presentation and it kind of goes through that process like all day long. And then we break for lunch and then we continue until later in the afternoon. And then right at the end, after kind of all these presentations, which are really cool because when you work in a larger firm, uh, we have around 150 people with offices um, in um, Washington state and a couple here in California and we have uh, offices in China as well, but you know, to, just to kind of see the diversity of all of the different things that we do, yeah. And so, because you Gets don't everybody on the same page, it's like yeah, a little one bit opportunity because you don't always know that. Oh, what are we doing up in our Washington office and the types right. of projects? So that's, cool. that's or just our commercial team and what their commercial studio and what they're doing. I say, oh, I didn't realize we were doing this and doing that, and uh, I think the goal of Part of this is not only that, I mean, you have your clients maybe doing um, affordable housing, but they may have somebody or you might meet somebody and they're, they may mention something about, oh, this property I have, I got to do this tenant improvement. It's like, oh, you know what, let me, uh, you know, we that's something we can do, right? 
and if you are not aware of that within the firm, then you don't know that you you can't take that opportunity and and you know bring in some more work. Yeah. So I think from that sense, it's it's really helpful. And then at the end of the day, the president and the uh, chairman now, uh, the guy whose name the firm is named after, uh, he he'll get up, and then our president she gets up and gives a little recap of kind of the firm in general, how's it going, and you know just kind of the end of the year uh, recap. And then we also do right at the end kind of acknowledgments. So anybody who's been promoted or has anniversaries, usually yeah. 5, 10, 15. We had a couple of 30-year anniversaries this year that were wow. awarded. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, the for, the firm is 41 years old now. And, I mean, two people were given 30-year, uh, you know, uh, work. Yeah, like a service anniversary. Service anniversary, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, That's cool. And then, and then after that, there's there's a little party after that, right? So no, not a um, not a free bar, but uh, some some alcohol and some hors d'oeuvres and things, and everybody kind of hangs out for you know, a couple hours, and then the party's over. That's pretty cool. That's that's pretty involved. I mean, that's nice to yeah, actually, dedicate a whole day to just what has everybody been doing this whole year, and it's just kind of a nice year to see the the pulse of the firm and the projects and the highlights. And I mean, that's kind of cool that they take the time to do that. Yeah, and the yeah. other really cool thing is our offices down in San Diego and up in Washington are smaller. There's probably about 13, 12, 13 people in each office right now. Do they come in? They do. Yeah. So Good. that's we, cool. And we have several employees that have worked with us that have um, – relocated for other reasons but they still wanted to stay working with the firm and so there's a a person in denver and there's another one in florida they all come in we, we've got a couple of those too that's very cool that you guys do that that's that's really great because it gives you an opportunity to meet the other people you may com- be communicating with we we work together on a lot of different projects and in, you know within the office and other offices mm-hmm. so it gives you a chance to spend some FaceTime with some of yeah, these totally. people that you may only deal with over the phone or through emails and and so on and so forth. So That's great. I mean, that FaceTime has yeah. got to be huge, especially for them, because I bet they feel pretty disconnected sometimes. 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 We, I think the firm's worked really hard over the years to kind of build up the firms so that they're not feeling like satellites. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. involved. We, we, we have one person that moved to our San Diego office, but he's still involved in projects that we're doing on our studio and another person's now in Denver. And when we do our weekly schedule meeting at the beginning of the week, they're Skyped in. Yeah. So they're, yeah, it makes it's easier now than ever for sure. But I think that that face to face is, is gotta be fantastic for them, especially when they, I I think it's good for them. It's good for us. Yeah. I agree. And for Apple, who is listening, FaceTime is a <laughs> property of <laughs> Apple. He said Skype. He said Skype. Well, That's my no, no I did say FaceTime. You guys said FaceTime but, quite a bit. <laughs> I didn't mean that. That it, I didn't mean um, it that way. No, oh, the FaceTime. Yeah. Fa- yes, there you go. God, I'm slow today. <laughs> uh, it's been a long week, long few weeks. Yeah. I'm I'm just coming regaining like my punchiness. So, speaking of year end rituals, I mean, there's always like this the ritual of deadlines. Oh my uh, gosh, we wow. talk about so, this every year. I think right, it's it's just crazy at the end of the year for a lot of people. Yeah, and it's no different this year. I mean, we we always know that there's always this weird push to, for some reason, to get our. Um, buildings out to permit in the month of December, usually around the 15th or something like that, so that they can be permitted within the year. And I know you guys have talked about how... So they can sit in the bin in the agency for another six weeks. But at least they're submitted (laughs) so that you say, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Within this uh, this code cycle, usually, right? Yeah, this one's a little bit bit different. We had a uh, um, 50% set that was due yesterday, um, December 8th, for those who uh, who are, may be listening to this a little bit later or whatever else. But And 
this one was a little bit different, a little bit more entailed 50% set. So, you know, a normal 50% set, not a big deal. It's really a checked set for, you know, progress review and things like that. And just to kind of have that, okay, here's all, here's everything that we plan on having in this building and getting the, um, especially for, you know, the academic uh, clients and stuff, getting them a chance to get everything in front of all of the other departments and stuff to make sure that everything's been accounted for and that we have everything and that we're following all of their campus standards and so on and so forth. So, you know, it, it's a pretty big deal when we're submitting it to the client, but this one's a pretty big deal because what we're also doing, because we need to stay on track for the pretty aggressive um, construction schedule is that we need to do an early release package for all of our steel and um, at grade, below grade concrete. So it's, as you guys know, it's huge. It's uh, That's a huge undertaking because what we need to do is we've got uh, precast concrete panels, we've got curtain wall, we have all of this other stuff we need. All of our below grade utilities have got to be coordinated with the footings and the foundations. All of the underground, <clears throat> especially on the first floor, you know, everything above the first floor um, really doesn't need to be part of all of this unless it's just um, something that's going to be cast within the floor or at least, you know, coordinate like floor boxes and, you know, punch outs and things like that. Anything larger than just a core drill. Um, so, you know, we've, we've got to do all of that, but because this 50%, a portion of that 50% is also going out for bid, um, for, you know, to the steel, you know, the steel and concrete guys, as well as taking this 50% and we now have, um, the CM we're doing, um, uh, design assist partnerships with, um, a couple of different, you know, like the, the trade contractors that are going to be on the project for our precast and our curtain wall, they're coming on board now at 50% set. So, or at 50% CE level so that we can go ahead and coordinate, start coordinating all of this stuff with, you know, the steel and everything else. They've somewhat been involved up, you know, for the past couple of weeks so that we've been asking and feeding questions to them, you know, Hey, are we detailing this right? Or, you know, is this enough information for you to be able to bid off of and, and those kind of things. So it's been enormous. Um, I got a haircut about, I think a month ago, maybe three weeks ago and, you know, had a beard trim. And then at that point I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get a haircut. I'm not going to get a beard. I'm not going to like do anything with my beard until I'm done with this. So I had my own little, uh, playoff beard going on and, <laughs> Project, of, project beard. Yeah, my project beard, my my deadline beard, we'll call it. And as of nine seventeen last night, when I texted you guys, you know, call, you know, call it. Uh, project is out the door. Um, I now am free to go and trim my beard and not look like the um, haggardy old guy that you know, like, hey, caveman. So, exactly. That's what is it? Uh, was the was the guy from Gentle Ben, the the guy who had who took care of the bear, Grizzly Adams um, in the Grizzly Adams. Thank you. Yes, there. There's. See, I haven't slept enough that I couldn't even remember <laughs> Grizzly. Adams. Brain cells not firing. <laughs> yeah. So as a as a perspective for everybody, and we were we were talking about this before the show, and it is not by any means a badge of honor at all, but. In the past 72 hours, I have slept two. And then last night I came home. You actually crashed. slept last night. I actually slept last night. So uh, some of my brain cells are slowly coming back. But uh, yeah, end of year ritual is the, that rush to permit or submission, you know, major milestone submission for uh, for us. And I mean, I remember when I was doing K through 12, I mean, that's when you submit, you submitted everything that was going to be coming out of the ground starting in May was submitted for permit in December. Yep. And so December usually sucked. Now, <laughs> as I was doing my timesheet yesterday, I was looking at the, um, all of my, uh, um, my, uh, hours for uh, vacation and I haven't used any this year. Do you need to? I, 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 yeah, because only eighty, only eighty carry over. 
Oh man! And uh, I, so I've got like about two. Well, weeks you just submitted. Now you've that got that. Rid of. You can take some time off. I know. I'm going to start looking for time to uh, to take off. Um, nice. There's a couple of movies coming out. Yeah. Um, that I will take some time off. Um, take a day and go in in the middle of the week and just go and see a movie. Awesome. <laughs> Star Wars. Always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we get a bonus so that I can pay for going to see Star Wars 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh okay uh, maybe five i i saw i saw um episode seven five times in the theater Jeez, wow yeah i loved it i loved it i'm a star wars kid and one of the things that we do in our office at the end of the year at least some people have to deal with is figuring out the budget for next year and so <laughs> oh there's a lot of those people scurrying around in our office right now I doing mean, the business planning the scrambling of uh oh yeah gosh, it's amazing and it's you know crystal ball forecasting and trying to figure out what's going to happen and what how many projects and what what's our revenue going to be and so we can base some you know like i said crystal ball numbers on on all this kind of stuff and right it's, right it's, you it's, know. it's pretty stressful for a lot of people i think to try to figure that out and based on performance this year and what's going to happen next year and what right. projects are coming out. I mean, there's just so many things to think about that you don't have to think about this kind of stuff when you're in school. And, oh, but the, no. this is all kinds no. of, all kinds of crazy at the end of the year when it comes to planning for 2018. Yeah. Because, you know, you do your assessment of like how, you know, what was our revenue target at the beginning of uh, the year prior? Did we meet that target? Did we exceed that target? Were we a little below? Um, how does that have a direct influence on, you know, our expenditures, what we paid out, you know, yeah. all of our staffing? What projects do we have in the queue now? What projects are, do we know are going to be coming out? Um, what can, you know, what targets do we need to meet for, you know, our income expectations and all of these things that, you know, have got to be thought of at the end of the year so that, you know, basically you can work towards that goal throughout the, throughout the coming year and stuff like that. I mean, that, especially with these larger firms, you know, I mean, you know, we're working for Neil and I, you know, nearing the 200, you know, people, 150, 200, you know, staff firms. And then the, the mega firm that you're at, you know, with 3 billion people. Yeah. Mega, um, mega. <laughs> yeah. I think we're at about 350 right now. And yeah, it seems like there's more work than a lot of people can handle, but then there's other people yeah. who are being underutilized. So again, it's just kind of balancing all that stuff and figuring out where we're going. I will definitely say that the one thing that I was glad that we did this year is the kind of like the elimination of the internal studios, um, even though it still sort of exists lingering a little bit, but getting rid of that and doing, you know, a full integrated practice within the firm mm. so that, you know, we are able to like formerly when you had student life and arts and science and everybody else and you you know, like kind of how your um, firm is kind of subdivided with right. all of these different economic um, studios that you have, you know, that if, stu you know, like for yours, if K through 12 is like really busy, but, you know, higher ed isn't busy and higher ed's letting people go when, you know, student life, or I mean, or with, you know, sorry, with uh, student life for hours, K-12 is, um, is really looking for people, you know, you need to, the good thing now is, is that we're just, oh, it's like, you know, this person's going to go and work over there and this person's going to work over there. And, um, you know, so we're, we're re reappropriating, reutilizing all of the, um, the people in the office because we've got a lot of really talented, really, um, experienced people. And, you know, it, it was the, the way that we were doing it was you know, a little dumb, um, that, you know, we weren't like utilizing the staffing that we had there and, you know, letting people go when other people were being hired and mm. you didn't really need to let that person go because, you know, you just ship them off to the other studio kind of thing. So it's, it's, I'm so glad that we're doing that now. And in the, the energy in the office has been, you know, phenomenal this year. And it was, had a lot of really good projects going on in, in the, um, I guess, renewed effort to, um, bring design you know, to the, the top of the list. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's huge. That, that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's excellent. That, that is what is really helping win projects, right? At that, yes. Because that's what differentiates yeah. you maybe from 
anybody else who can put together a set of drawings right, is right. your ideas. So yeah, that's good to hear. So, so, you know, 2017, even though, you know, and Neil's going to uh, go into his, <laughs> his list too. Cause you know, he, we've all been kind of texting back and forth about how like absolutely slammed we've been in these past, you know, month two or two months kind of thing. But, um, you know, it's just, it, even though it's been a hard charge of the past few months, it's been a good year. I mean, it really has been. I mean, 2017 for all of the outside things that have seemed um, a little off in the world. And I'll leave it at that. What could you be talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> leave it at ins- that, in- please. Yeah. In- inside the world um, or inside my world, it's been, it's been good. It's good. It's, uh, 2017's been a good year. Looking forward to 18 because there's some, <laughs> we're already staffing up for a monster project. So, monster project. So Neil, how, how has uh, December been treating you talking about end of the year here? <laughs> wow. Well, do you remember it still in a daze? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't remember much. It's, it's been good. I mean, for us, it hasn't, and, and my team, it hasn't been deadline driven because of, December 31st is arriving. It's more just, although that's sort of not true on one project because working in affordable housing is, there's a lot of federal, state, and other public money that's tied to these types of projects and pulling in a little bit of current events with the proposed tax changes that are coming forward there's some of that money is going to change and maybe go away. Mm -hmm. And so it's threatening some of our projects and those projects need to have permits in hand before the end of the year to secure certain funding. And uh, so I think what the interesting takeaway about that is that the things that you hear in the news do have real effects on our business, uh, not only from, what our firms are going to, what, what we personally might be affected by tax wise or, but how our firms are affected and how our clients are affected. And so there's, there's real consequences to when there's a potential change in tax law that affects in our case, affordable housing funding that projects may just disappear and people will lose their jobs because of it. And you don't think about that sometimes. So sorry to get so deep here. Uh, just it uh, it has a serious effect on uh, it does what and, what and people... we do. So anyway, but besides that, I do have one project that is pushing for that, and you know, but that's beside the point. But I mean, we've we've had. I've got. A, I think my my one of my team members counted. We had fourteen active projects going, and. I think I did the count in the past nine working days. We had either, uh, we had five projects either get building department approval or submittal in the previous nine days. So it's been a fur flying two (laughs) or three weeks. And all that made it a little more difficult was that one of my team members, I have three, three people plus myself, uh, has, was was on a pre-scheduled vacation. So, I mean, it, it was scheduled for, you know, from earlier this year sort of thing. So it was just kind of a confluence of events that it was like we were understaffed and had a number of things happen all at the same time. And while we're trying to meet all these deadlines, I've got uh, three, four projects under construction and people from the field calling almost every other day going, Hey, what's this? Uh, there's, there's some, there's an error. There's something's not coordinated in the drawings. Uh, what am I supposed to do? I've got my concrete guy here ready to pour. I need an answer right now. <laughs> I, I, so this, this is something funny. I was on the, I was actually on a pre-con pre-construction conference call for one of my affordable projects and on one of my market rate uh, projects the contractor was calling and I saw that I had a call on my phone. I'm on a conference call. I can't take it. Then I see the receptionist in our office paging me 
And then I had our our internal instant messaging system up and I had a coworker who's my senior person who was also um, kind of the senior person on that project. So his name's on the coverage. They're calling him and he's sending me messages he's, like, hey, so-and-so wants you to pick up the phone right now. Like, Will you do it now? You're like, I can't do it. <laughs> can't. Oh my God, I've had that happen. <laughs> it was, it was uh, one of the first times that's happened where it's multiple phone calls, instant messaging. It's like, pick up the phone. So yeah, it's been a little crazy and, and not being properly staffed. And then, oh, by the way, I ran a marathon last Sunday in between all of that. So which, how did you do? What was your time? Oh, do I really have to say that publicly? Well, I didn't do as well as I wanted to because when you work 55 hours and up until Saturday night at six o'clock the night before, you know, less than 12 hours from my race, I'm still at a coffee shop trying to do stuff. Um, Yeah, I I kind of ran out of gas a little bit, but I still finished. So my friend, my, my friend ran that same race that you were doing that. And, uh, he was pretty disappointed at his time. And, and I was, yeah, but I your friend think, runs like five minute miles. So, <laughs> well, but, but I was, but I'm thinking, I was thinking about this though, is that, you, you know, you, you say you're disappointed. You did it though. You like oh, yeah. ran it and finished it and. That's a lot more than I can say. So, well, thank you. you. You may you may be disappointed in yours, but we're like actually kind of proud that you're we're proud do, of you, out Neil. there. Do. Thank you. No, I'm just. I'm, if I'm anybody's pr- curious, seriously. I will tell them. But uh, so we'll leave it as a mystery for now. Uh, it's respectable. <laughs> you, let's put it that way. Yeah, he was. He was. He was very. He was very ticked off at his time too. But you know, what was funny is that he's all he's run all year are halves. You know, oh. competitively, uh-huh. and this was his. And he actually, he, he came off of, and I don't know why we're doing this now, but he came off of a, a 2016 with a pretty major injury. And so 2017 was kind of like a get back into it. Mm. And so he, he hadn't run a marathon all year. He's run marathon length, but yeah. not an actual competitive marathon. And of course he's waiting for like the, the championships to do it. And so he ran, you know, in the elite class, but. And he did better than, you know, he, he did great, but he didn't do as good as he thought. And, and, you know, he's just, he was like venting about how, you know, poorly he did. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Dude, you, you, you consciously got up and said, Hey, I'm going to run 26.3 miles, two miles, two miles. miles, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, 26.2 miles. And and, then, and and honestly, that's he a said, good "Title for the episode." So, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that, that's a great one. But you know, it was funny because that's where we are like, at the end of the year, too. I, he goes, and I, he goes, <laughs> "I ran great for the first twenty-one miles." Yeah, and it was that last five that just, you know, I got beat up. And he goes, "I, I, you know, got to a point. He was like, I, I felt like quitting, but I didn't, and I pushed through. But which is kind of." You know, apropos for what we're doing is, you know, we're here at the end. We're like, you know, sleepless nights, pushing through, pushing through, feeling like quitting. But when you get to it, it feels very satisfying that you've actually done it. And so I'm I'm always amazed at how people who run marathons, specifically you, Neil, (laughs) when you say, oh, man, you know, just I did like really crappy. I'm like, you did it. Yeah. And that's the thing that I find most amazing about it. Well, I think yeah. that kind of goes with with everything that we're talking about. I mean, there's been every weekend I've been for the last two or three weeks, I've been at the office on a either, you know, the day after Thanksgiving or Sunday morning from like six to 10 just to get some extra hours in. And I think it's it's really interesting to see what people how dedicated people are at the end of the year to yeah. actually yeah. making sure things happen. You know, if you say yeah. you're going to do something, you're going to do it no matter what it takes. And that's really what, I mean, that's exactly what you're talking about here with the marathon and what we're talking about with these projects. And then just firm wide, there's there's a lot of people who are really dedicated to make sure that the end of the year is buttoned up correctly. And it just doesn't, you know, the crap doesn't roll over to the next year. So that's a that's a really interesting thing that it happens on so many different levels with with our firms. 
So, so, so what do your guys' office do with, at the end of the year? I mean, our office def- has a scheduled shutdown, and actually a lot of our nice. consultants have, have followed suit because it's, it's, nice. it's, hard to, uh, it's hard to get work done when, when a major part of the team is, is not around. And, and so what, what we do is between Christmas and New Year's, we completely close the office. Obviously, there's still going to be a few people going in and out and, and taking care of a few things here and there. But for the most part, it's a really quiet week, and it's kind of a nice way to reset before the beginning of the new year really takes off, you know, because I think we're, we we all try to set it up so that we can hit the ground running when, when the, the first week of January right. rolls around. But it is really nice to kind of spend that time home with your family and, and not have to worry about things because because the whole firm just values that time off and, and really looks forward to it. So, I mean, that's what we do. What do you guys do? So for at our firm, we don't have an official shutdown, but I will say for the most part, a lot of our clients, whether their offices shut down or not, nobody's doing anything. And so even if you're working, you can, you can still work and the office is still open and people will, will be there. They'll, they'll be working. But like you just said, Evan, there's other people that are just not your clients aren't there and so to a certain extent it's not a lot you can get done other than you you can make progress on cds or dd projects and things so there's things you can do and there's there will be people working but for the most part not a lot happens and in fact i was just on a a bid walk for another affordable project this past week and we were discussing the bid schedule and when we were going to respond to questions and the dates were falling right in that week between Christmas and New Year's. And <laughs> when you know, you're not going to get any answers, you know, when we're not going to uh, get any answers. And actually the client came to me and she says, I don't want anything to happen this week. So we'll schedule it for the week after. <laughs> so so yeah. I think our clients don't want to be doing anything. And so, yeah, I, I will be off at least those four days or five days that week, uh, Christmas falling on Monday this year. Uh, and then, the Monday after that. So, but then, you know, first of the week, January, we'll hit the, hit the ground running. So I don't know. What, what about your firm, Cormac? Yeah, we're, we're much like yours. Um, I, I want to real quickly say, you know, how many times I've been on a project where it's bidding throughout the holidays, whether it goes in around, um, you know, Thanksgiving or just slightly after. And then, you know, you have like all of the bid RFIs that are coming in and you're trying to do them. And I literally one time was in the middle of a snow laden camping trip in northern Michigan during the winter time, during a, a you know, Christmas holiday, on the phone answering bid RFI questions. Yeah, I remember you doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Okay, oh, so pro tip everybody. Oh. Don't, so do don't, that. Do, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. I mean, don't do that. You could go in and work you, and you can get stuff done. But if you're going to rely on anybody else, I mean, chances are very slim that you're going to actually get any answers. Well, I, he, yeah. I'll tell you one time when that happened, I'm, you know, having somebody basically transcribe the responses and they left some of, they didn't word it the exact way that I said it. And it came back to literally bite us in the ass because for some reason, they deleted all of like this miscellaneous metals for like loose lentils and things like that. And they didn't have a single bit of steel for all of the lentils that were cutting into, um, an existing historic building. And we left all of that crap off and it came back with the quite a big price tag for all of this steel for all of these lentils that when we responded the way that they had worded it, it wasn't the way that I said it. And, um, it was left off the bid. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that in, in that honestly is like that, like little horror story that you just, that just typifies not doing this during the, you know, during the holiday breaks is you're not going to be working. Don't expect other people to do it either. Just relax, spend the time, have, enjoy your family and friends and just yeah. get out of, get out of that. But, you know, so anyway, back to, we don't have like a scheduled shutdown, um, which is always just 
amazed me with like, even, you know, with even the past firm is like, we know our clients, we know for a fact, our clients are shutting down because our clients are the school board and yeah. the school board is shutting down. <laughs> You're right. not going to be there. So why, why, you know, we, we actually use this time more as like, if, you know, it's slow it down a little bit, kind of take a deeper breath. You know that you aren't going to have people um, calling you from the client or the contractor. So, you know, it's time to, to kind of like play a little catch up, uh, but it's going to be really quiet. There's going to be a lot of people on vacation. Um, I think every one of my team is taking a little bit of vacation one way or the other. I know for a fact I'm going to be taking a vacation. Um, don't know what we're going to do with it, but we're going to figure something out. Um, last year we kind of impromptu went to Niagara Falls, happened to be sick as a dog when that happened. But, um, you know, it was, it was great to just like get out and go for a wintry drive in the middle of upstate New York. It was absolutely beautiful and needed. Um, and so that's probably what we're going to do is we're going to probably figure a place to go unplanned and load up the car and head to wherever it is that we're going to go. That sounds Usually, like fun. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's, it's, it's totally needed, totally relaxed. And that's what I suggest everybody who's listening to. <laughs> yeah. We're going to head out to the desert and my parents are going to be up north. So we're going to use their house as like our Airbnb Ooh. and just do a bunch of cool nice. day trips out of there. Go to Joshua tree and there's some oh, slot nice. canyons <laughs> out there and Anza Borrego. There's a bunch of really cool. So, so a couple of years ago we went way north. We went all the way up to the lost coast of California and the redwoods. And this year we're going south, south. So. It's, uh, it's going to be pretty neat because there's cool. a lot of areas out there that we just haven't taken the time to explore. So it's going to be fun to do kind of these daily adventures. So I'm looking forward yeah. to getting away from the mass consumer holiday and <laughs> getting out and seeing <laughs> some cool, some cool Ab- stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let our listeners get out there and do that. Yeah. Hey. And so before we go, we want to thank the people that help make this show possible. First, we have our cat. Check out all the features they offer at ARCAT.com. And we're also sponsored by the AIA. Be sure to review their updated versions of their contract documents and download samples at AIAcontracts.org slash podcast. And do you want more ARCAspeak? Visit ARCAspeakPodcast.com where you'll find our catalog of episodes. And while there, make sure to sign up to receive our show announcements. And by doing so, You'll be notified when an episode goes live, and it will include links to everything we mention in that show's episode. To stay in contact between episodes, check out our Facebook page, or use the hashtag AskArcaspeak on Twitter. You can find links to everything at ArcaspeakPodcast.com. And remember to tell a friend, have a safe holiday, everyone, and stay subscribed, and thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Happy, Happy holidays. I join the choir to sing They're all competing for some other thing I join the choir to sing I join the choir to sing They're all competing for some other thing I join the choir to sing